Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show, where we're always right and never left. We put God first and politics second. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Welcome again to the show. I hope everybody is doing well today. We have a lot going on in our country and around the world. Our prayers go out to all of those Americans that are stranded, trapped, and stuck in Afghanistan. Our thoughts and prayers go out. Uh, to all the Americans, the Afghani Americans, and to all the people in Afghanistan trying to get out safely. Um, It's been a very horrific scene. Uh, Last show we had President of the American Defense uh, News, Paul Crespo, and he talked about how him and other private organizations were trying to assist with getting people out of Afghanistan. Now, we know uh, today uh, there was a suicide bombing, a person with a vest, and we know that three uh, military personnel um, have been wounded. So uh, we hope that they are okay. We hope that the speedy recovery, and uh, we keep our thoughts and prayers with them and their families. Today, we're going to have an exciting show. We have a gentleman that is running for the second time for Congress in New Jersey's 9th Congressional District. He is a young man. He's a veteran. And believe it or not, Donald Trump retweeted his tweet after a rally in New Jersey last election cycle. And Kellyanne McInerney was the one who interviewed uh, this young man. Uh, let's stand by for a second, and let me see if I can get him into the studio. <clears throat> okay, so we're back, and we're waiting for Billy uh, Prempa to uh, come into the studio shortly. Uh, next week, we're going to be having uh, some uh, a couple of... Uh, other people coming on. Who do we have coming up next week? 
Let's see who we have coming up next week. Next week, we have Israel Cruz is running for U.S. Senate out of Pennsylvania, and we have John Hayes running for U.S. Congress out of Pennsylvania. That's going to uh, that's going to be uh, coming up uh, soon. I believe that we have uh, congressional candidate Billy Prempa uh, in the well. I guess we just lost him again. Uh, Stand by for one second, please. Okay, I believe that we have uh, candidate Prempa in the studio. Billy, welcome to the show, Billy. Chauncey, how's it going? First off, it's a pleasure to be back. I've heard of you quite some time, so I'm glad to be back on air with you. It's great to have you back on, Billy. Um, before you came into the studio, uh, we were offering prayers to all those, the Americans that are stranded in Afghanistan, also for those uh, officers who have gotten injured as a result of the suicide bombing. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your campaign today, but unfortunately, uh, you being a veteran and what's going on in the world today in Afghanistan, I thought that you might be able to lend some insight um, you know, I, I know you probably might even have some friends or know people that might be there. Uh, so, uh, like I said, we offer prayers, and I'm almost speechless talking about I can't believe this withdrawal with Joe Biden. Um, it's just unconscionable that a, a man is president for seven months, and we have a global catastrophe between the southern border and now um, in Afghanistan. What say you? Chauncey, it's a... First off, it's an absolute tragedy what's going on in Afghanistan, and uh, the entire Joe Biden administration has been uh, a tragedy as well. The president, at this point, it's safe to say, has no idea what he's doing. Just about every single thing that he touches, whether it's the XL pipeline or even the Capitol pipeline, even dealing with the rest of the world, he completely blunders it. There's no reason why the president should have pulled the rug from underneath the American troops in Afghanistan the way that he did, because he did it in the middle of the night. He left thousands of Americans, 15,000, uh, as the last number I saw, 15,000 Americans stranded in Afghanistan, as well as our allies from around the world that have worked with us, many of them, some of them being Afghani interpreters that have put their lives in line with us for over 20 years and have saved American lives. He's turned their backs on them, and... This was an attack that I thought anybody with, with open eyes would have been able to see coming. The president pulling out and leaving $85 billion worth of American military equipment, that would be the most insane decision ever in, in, in modern American history by a president. Because now the types of people we're going to be going up against is we're going to be going up against guys that aren't a bunch of random mountain dwellers like we've perceived them for many years. Now, these mountain dwellers have helicopters, they have U.S. drone technology, they have advanced firearms, they have uh, MRAPs, Humvees, they have all kinds of American equipment that they otherwise wouldn't have had. So you've got to ask yourself, what kind of leadership would leave military equipment behind? Because I know that it's standard military protocol that if you're leaving a battlefield and you can't take that equipment with you, you destroy it. But it was left behind for these terrorists to take over, and now a terrorist attack has happened, which I think anybody could have seen coming with the way that we left the country. Taliban is going door to door. They're ripping 
the young girls from their homes, forcing them into sex slavery and giving them off to the Taliban fighters and, and using them any which way that they, that they want. And there's no American support. While all of this is going on, Kamala Harris is in Singapore having a grand time enjoying herself while Joe Biden went on vacation and is eating ice cream, treating all of this as if it's not a big deal. They don't seem to care about American lives. And I, I said a while back on Twitter that if even a single American is killed, if even a single American gets harmed, then the Joe Biden administration needs to resign. That's not just well, that's not just Joe, but that's Kamala Harris as well as everyone else that's affiliated with this because this is a confidence to the highest degree. President Trump, they impeached him for a phone call. They impeached him for a phone call, yet the president has literally violated his oath of office just to protect and serve the American people. That also includes our troops that are overseas that he turned his back on. You know, as I was preparing for the show today, and I was looking up some information over the past several months, and uh, I'm going to let my listeners know, I don't know if they're aware, when Donald Trump was president, he began the evacuation of Afghanistan of September, a fall of, of, of uh, 2020. When Joe Biden became the president, he halted the evacuation of Americans out of Afghanistan that Trump put in place. In April, the Pentagon was notified that the Taliban was threatening Afghanistan and the American people. Joe Biden did nothing. In April, the Pentagon was notified that the Taliban was a threat. So it's only been about two weeks, and all of a sudden now Joe Biden says, oh, we're going to get everybody out, and then we're going to get everybody out by August 31st. You have Americans, Afghan Americans, in all of these provinces that even that it can't get out of those provinces to get into the city, to get to the airport that are trapped. This man and and Kamala Harris should be impeached. If you know, if you said this is treason at the highest level, your first oath of office is to protect and serve, and that has been clearly violated. And Joe Biden has no clue where he is. Kamala Harris, all she do is smile for the camera with that that ridiculous grin when she's lying or she can't tell the truth or she doesn't have the answer for something. You know, our country's in trouble. It's, it's ironic that the mainstream media, CNN, and I was surprised yesterday said when uh, a reporter said, you know, this is uh, like Saigon, and uh, no, uh, this is no, the White House said this is not like Saigon, and CNN says no, it's worse. You know, so now you even have the mainstream media siding with the people for a change on what's right. The disaster's so bad that the media can't even cover up for Joe Biden. Billy, did I lose you? Sorry about that. I had to pull muted by mistake. But, you know, the worst part about that, the worst part about that is not only has he turned his back on the American people and he's losing the trust at a, at a staggering rate here in the United States, but he's losing trust with the rest of the world. What do you, what do you think our allies are going to think about this? France, Germany, the United Kingdom, people that have counted on the United States for, for many, many years through NATO and other alliances, um, especially in situations of conflict. If Joe Biden was willing to turn his back on, on, his, on his own people and even go on vacation, because that had a lot more priority than actually getting people out of the, 
out of Afghanistan. What, is our, what are our allies going to think of us? We are the laughing stock of the world right now. While people said we were the laughing stock of the world under Trump, I tend to disagree. When Soleimani went and he attacked the, the uh, embassy in Iraq, within days, this guy's body was shattered all over the floor because he showed that the United States is not playing games. You do not attack anyone. Even when we were in, in Afghanistan and the drawdown was happening, like you said, the difference is, is with other President Trump, during this drawdown, they knew that even when they pulled his troops out, Donald Trump will be back and he will send weapons, he will send attacks if they try and violate this drawdown. Joe Biden ripped the rug from underneath, and they know that nobody's home. Nobody's, nobody's home. No one's going to penalize them. They're not going to, Joe Biden's not going to do anything to stop them from what they're doing. Right now, they're acting like a bunch of kids with the open sugar container jumping on their parents' bed, and the parents can't even discipline them. That's exactly what's happening right now in Afghanistan. And to make matters worse, now they're working with the Chinese, and they're going to have access to a lot of these lithium deposits that are out there. They're making deals with the Chinese, and it really brings into question, there's no way that that, it really brings into question Joe Biden's uh, logic in this entire drawdown, because there's no way he could have thought that by pulling out in the way that he did, that the Chinese were not going to come in and have some kind of influence. Because now we have an entire state of terrorists. It's not just a terrorist group like Taliban that's out there. They ran the president out of the country, and now terrorists control it. You better believe at some point they're going to use these weapons against one of the neighboring countries. They may even go and use one of these weapons in Israel. And this may end up drawing us out into another war that I don't believe our generation wants to fight. I don't believe we should be fighting. But he's put us in a situation where it's going to force us right back into war and continue to feed the military-industrial complex. As soon as Joe Biden got elected, and we talk, you mentioned that he turned his back on the American people in Kabul, it just reminded me of as soon as he got elected, he shut down the XL pipeline where 15,000 or more workers lost their jobs. And then he authorizes a pipeline from Russia to Ukraine. I, I, yeah. I just, I, so, you know, he started up turning his back on Americans as soon as he got elected. And I blame not <laughs> Joe Biden. I blame everybody who pushed that lever for Joe Biden because we told you so. I told well, you so. Is, Billy uh, told uh, you so. Go ahead, Billy. I was going to say, the truth is, a, a lot of the people that voted for Joe Biden didn't necessarily vote for Joe Biden because they liked his policies or agreed with him. I'm pretty sure that there are a few people that did actually like his policies. But let's face the facts. A lot of the people that voted for Joe Biden voted for him simply because it was a vote against Donald Trump, not necessarily because they agreed with him. And this is the type of situation that we got. Anybody with open eyes that could clearly see, Joe Biden was stumbling over his words. He could barely hold a sentence together. He was getting lost in thought all over the place while he was on television during the campaign trail. And it seems to have gotten four times as worse today. Yet everybody ignored that because they would rather just see Trump out of office. I was speaking earlier today with a pretty uh, influential Democrat in, in Patterson, and uh, they were talking about how I, I asked them, I said, what is the what, name one thing about Joe Biden, one of his policies, right? Now what the media has said or, 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 or what perception is, name one of his policies that you supported as to why you voted for Joe Biden. And they said, well, when I voted for Joe Biden, it, it got that racist guy out of office. You know, he brought more um, – peace and inclusion into the United States by ending racism. 
by voting for Joe Biden. And I said, there's people that are still racist. People are probably going to be racist until the end of time, unfortunately. And that's just not in the United States. That's all around the world. People are probably going to be racist until the other side. But voting for Joe Biden didn't do that. And when people are, are simply making decisions to vote just because they don't like the other side, but they don't even know what the other side, I mean, but they don't even know what the, their current vote is going to bring to the table, we have situations like this. Those Americans didn't have to die. Those Afghanis didn't have to die. Those parents that are having their children ripped away and sold into sex slavery, that didn't have to happen to those young little girls. All that work and all that effort that we did working hand-in-hand with the Afghani military, we tried to give Afghanistan some kind of semblance of peace and freedom, allowing girls to go to school and so many other things. All of that progress is now gone in a matter of days because of this this, uh, drawdown. I shouldn't even say drawdown. I would say pullout because that's exactly what it was, this pullout that was done overnight, all of it gone, 20 years of work and effort. And this is a problem that's going to span for many, many, many years that we're going to have to end up dealing with, unfortunately. And, you know, and not to take away from the Afghan people, because as many people, excuse me, should be as saved as possible. But we were evacuating Afghans before we were evacuating Americans. And I don't understand yeah, that. And there's some Afghans. And they're saying that they're trying to get out by August 31st, but we don't even know where all the Americans are. There's some Americans that are pinned down by gunfire that are being beaten if they try to walk out into the streets. There's some people that have no chance of getting to the, the Kabul airport and have no military support out there to try and protect them or even extract them out of that situation. So what are they going to do? Are they just going to board their planes on August 31st and abandon those stranded Americans? What about them? You know, most of them can't even leave the base. I mean, most of them, all of them. They, they can't leave the base to go out and retrieve some of these Americans. They can't even go out to retrieve some of the Afghani interpreters that aren't even coming to the United States. Some are going to different parts of the, the world. Some of them are on manifest to fly out of Kabul airport and get to safety, and they can't even get out. He just completely shut the gate, ate his ice cream, and went on vacation, and he's just pretending that the problem will eventually go away by itself. But it won't. It won't go away. Yeah, Billy, this is a, a sad situation, um, and, you know, we appreciate your insight. I know that your time is, is limited because you have a, another event after this show. With your military experience, can, can you see a way that this could be resolved peacefully? Because really the way it looks right now, it looks like, and even the Taliban said that if you're not out by the 31st, it's going to be consequences. And we know that Joe Biden's placating with them, pandering and kowtowing to them. Uh, do, do I think, or do, what do you think? Do you think that there's going to be additional military action in the future? I, I, I pray to God that there isn't, but realistically, I'm almost positive that there's going to be a lot of military action in the future. And I believe that this was done by design. This could have been prevented and this could have been done in a much more strategic way, but Joe Biden did it in a way that would have led to the most catastrophe possible. Even if it's not us that goes back into the Middle East, let's say Joe Biden finishes his entire, full, his entire four-year term, which I don't see happening. I see possible uh, court-martialing or, or him resigning in the future, but let's say he finishes out his entire four-year term and we don't get involved in that conflict. One thing that's for certain is that we're going to sit here and naively think the problem is going to go away and that the Afghanis are not going to go. And, I mean, and then the Afghan, I should say Afghan government now, Taliban, is not going to use their weapons against people within their own country, within their own borders. 
as well as in the neighboring countries, then we're clueless. We already see what happened with the Islamic State. The Islamic State got created, and while we fought them for over six years, like and while I was in the military, I handled support missions to help fight, these, fight against these people as well. And for six years, we fought these people and made no progress. And then Donald Trump got on the scene and wiped out ISIS in another two months. Similar situation happened. Barack Obama tried to remove himself from the, middle, from the Middle East, and he left millions, if not billions of dollars of weapons and equipment for ISIS to take hold of. When President Trump said that, that Barack Obama is the founder of ISIS, that is an absolute fact. It's an absolute fact because of the way that he pulled out of our country. Joe Biden has done the exact same thing, except this time it's far worse. This time they've got complete control of the government. The Afghan army fell almost immediately. Like, imagine going to bed, you wake up the following morning, and all the troops that protected you and were backing you and were working alongside you and training you are now leaving, and you're on your own overnight. And not only that, they left a bunch of weapons, advanced weapons, for them to get a hold of, and it's going to be used against them at this point. So I could see at some point in the future, and God forbid we go to war, but there will be some kind of conflict that I, that I see happening. It's just, it's just kind of obvious. These people are not kumbaya and peaceful. Right? These people are terrorists. They're 100% terrorists, and now they've got control of the government. At some point, they're going to probably harm a neighboring company that could lead to some kind of conflict in the Middle East, or they could possibly attack us here in the United States. We're bringing thousands of these refugees now for a problem that Joe Biden created. Joe Biden created this problem, and now we've got thousands of these Afghani refugees that they're flying into the United States. There's about 2,000, I believe, now that uh, are, are now inside of our state, New Jersey, that, are, that have flown over, over here from Afghanistan. Yet Americans are still stuck out there. We don't even know who these people are. We just know that they're refugees. These people aren't vetted. We don't know all the information about who they are. For all we know, that may be some, some of those people in there may be Taliban. We haven't had enough time or even enough of a process to vet all these people thoroughly, yet we're just going to fly them in and act like we're, 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 we're doing some kind of humanitarian effort. This is something that should have never happened to be doing. We shouldn't be in this situation. Now, we, the taxpayers, are going to have to pay for that. We're the ones that are going to have to pick up that burden for a problem that Joe Biden created in the first place. It seems every single step that he's making is designed to destroy America and designed to bring it all the way down because I don't see any positive uh, movement for this or any kind of upwards trajectory. Uh, I feel like we're going backwards right now. And while, we were, while it seemed we were about to finish up and get out of the Middle East and there was going to be no more war and we were going to be done because it was, it was very peaceful under President Trump. There wasn't, and by peaceful I'm talking about militarily, there was no global conflicts going on in the military. Anybody who tried something, they found out very quickly that America is not to mess with. Kim Jong-un tried to threaten us with rockets, and what did Trump do? He, he doubled down and showed that we're not afraid, and he's going to protect our nation. And he became the first president to walk into North Korea in over 50 years. Soleimani tries to attack our embassy, and he gets bombed into oblivion. Taliban fighters try to hide, and he dropped the mother of the, I mean, correction, ISIS fighters tried to hide in the mountains, he dropped the mother of, of all bombs on them, and eradicated them. In a matter of two months, we got these people out, ripped them out. And Barack Obama, with all of his political experience and years in office, was outshined by a man with no military experience who eliminated ISIS another two months. So you've got to ask yourself, whose side are they really on? It doesn't seem like they're on the side of America or as if they're looking for our best interests. It seems everybody else comes first before Americans. You don't even know who these people are. And in some parts, I believe in Jersey City, they've got hotels. I mean, not, not hotels, but apartments that they're setting up specifically for these Afghan refugees that are coming in. They don't do that for our own people. They don't do that for the homeless. 
They don't do that to, to feed any of the, of the homeless kids in the United States, but they'll the do veterans. that for someone that we don't even know. Exactly. Or even the veterans. Or even or the even veterans that put their lives on the line. Some of which, some of which you are, are, are unfortunately permanently harmed because of the, the things that happened in Afghanistan. It's a slap in the face to those that put their lives on the line, put their mentality and their, their sanity on the line to, 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 to try and fight for America in a lie-based war. You know, a war that we should have never been in to begin with. You know, George Bush got us in here, and it's just the problems got more and more and more and more worse. And simply pulling out just overnight as if this is a solution isn't the best solution because this is a problem that requires strategy and timing to take place. The drawdown that Trump had in place had timing and, and, and had timing and strategy of moving out. This wasn't an overnight thing. Joe Biden did this overnight, and I was put us in a situation that many future generations are going to have to deal with for years now. Yeah, Billy, it looks like it's a very gloom picture. Just to add a footnote, Obama gave Iran, was it $85 billion in unmarked cash? A, Correct. A, ridicu- a ridiculous amount of money, of taxpayers' money, unmarked to terrorists. I mean, that's unconscionable to think that a president would give a terrorist organization that much money. But Joe Biden is in lockstep with the Obama administration and placating to Russia, to Iran. You know, he, he's a weak, a, weak, a weak president, to say the least. I mean, he spent 48 years in office selling his office to China, to Russia, to Ukraine. He's been bought and sold by all these countries, and people couldn't see that. Even when they were trying to tell him about the, the kickback money with Hunter Biden. And people think that Joe Biden was going to change when he got into office. No, he's going to be worse. He owes all these people. Go ahead, Billy. You wanted to say something. What I was going to say is I don't even think that it's, it's not that he's an effective leader. Joe Biden is actually a very effective leader. thing is, he's just not leading the United States. He's leading special interests and foreign uh, and foreign countries that actually have some kind of stake in America no longer being the leader and superpower of the world. So Joe Biden knows exactly what he's doing. I, I don't believe that Joe Biden is, is, is stupid or incompetent. Like, uh, it, it may be easy to believe, but he's doing things that are designed to undermine the interests of the United States. Well, you know, I understand your position, Billy, but I'm going to say I think that he has never been a leader. I've watched him since the 1970s, uh, whether it be against busing. He's never been a leader of us. Well, he's never right. He's never been right. He's always tried to incarcerate us. He's never been a leader for the people in the Democratic Party ever. You know, uh, but he's, you been know, a leader, he's, he's been a leader for his own special interests. Exactly. His own family, his brother-in-law, his brother, his own family, you know, and that's the type of politicians that we do not need as career politicians that make millions of dollars on the backs of taxpayers and delivers no service to the American people. And as soon as there's a conflict, turns their back on the American people and leaves them in a country where the Taliban dictates policy. Unbelievable. 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 Billy, listen, is another statement. 
I know that you have to go because you have a busy schedule. I want to thank you uh, for coming on today and taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and talk a little bit about Afghanistan. I'm going to have you on again, you know, hopefully when things die down, we can talk a little bit about you, a little bit about your issues. Uh, You have an event coming up on September 12th. If you wouldn't mind sharing with my audience, if they want to volunteer, donate to your campaign, or even attend. If you're in the the area, attend your function at Lanise in, um, I believe that's Aildon on Belmont Ave on September 12th. If you want to share some information with my audience, we'd appreciate it. Yes, sir. So um, if you guys would like to help with the campaign, whether that be through donations, volunteering, or even if you wanted to purchase a ticket for the campaign kickoff that we're doing on September 12th, and September 12th is a day that we, we chose specifically because I believe it's a day that shows how the United States was able to come together after September 11th. September 11th was one of the worst days in modern American history, and September 12th showed that no matter what happens, we'll be able to regain that and bring that back together. And I look to kick, that, I look, I look to kick off my campaign on September 12th so that when I do get into Congress that I'm going to allow people to know that I'm going to unite this country in the best way possible and do what's right for America at all times. So September 12th at the Neves and Hailed in New Jersey, that's where we're going to be at for the kickoff. And if you'd like to support the campaign, you do that by going to billyprepfat.com. That is www.billyprepfat.com. Chauncey, once again, thank you very much for having me on, brother. Billy, thank you very much, man. God bless you, your family. Thank you for your service to this country, and thank you for wanting to stand up again in representing not only the people of New Jersey, but the people of the country by running for Congress in New Jersey's 9th Congressional District. Thank you, and God bless you. I also want to bring God, to the attention, you. you're welcome. I also want to bring to the attention to my audience that anybody can help and volunteer. You know, Billy's in New Jersey, but listen, I don't care where you are in the country, you can pick up phone calls to make phone calls to help Billy. Okay, and I'm going to talk about that to all of my listeners, to all the candidates. I support Billy Prempa for Congress, and no matter where you are in the country, patriots, we all have to stick together and stand up together. We're in this fight together, okay? One America, all lives matter, and we must stick together, patriots unite, to take back our country. Once again, we're here every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 to 7. We are the people's radio, and we share we the People News and Commentary. Next up, next week we're going to have in the studio Israel, who is running for U.S. Senate out of Pennsylvania, and also John Hayes. That's going to be coming up next week. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. You can follow the Chauncey Show on Parlor, Twitter, Gab, Cloudhub, Facebook. Uh, please follow us, like us, send us comments. We want to take a moment to thank everyone who's lending their support being it on social media, liking, follow, or people that have made donations. We thank you for your support. And if you're able to, please consider making your donation to PayPal Me The Chauncey Show. That's PayPal Me The Chauncey Show. We depend on donations from you so we can deliver news to you straight without having to be told what to say and what to do by big tech or by political interest groups that fund our show. So this show is for the people, and it's funded by the people, and we thank you. 
God bless you all. Have a good evening. Until next time, we'll see you on Tuesday. Remember, be safe and keep the faith. Good night now. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. Don't miss the year-end appliance savings now at Brand Scarf with incredible deals in-store and online. Their best-selling models are in stock and ready to go. So book your one-on-one VIP appointment now. Get exclusive double rebates on select GE Profile and Cafe packages, plus a GE Ultra Fresh front-load washer and dryer pair, priced too low to advertise. Enjoy the year-end savings going on now at Brand Scarf, where it doesn't cost more to get more. 